0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Film House. How are you all doing? Wonderful.
1: Fantastic. Um losing circulation to my neck. There's
0: a reason why Jacob's wearing a giant sombrero, <laughs> but for you audio listeners,
1: you don't need to
0: care. I want to let you guys know that this episode of Film House brought to you by 4 Hymns. You can get one-month trial. You get a one-month trial for $5. Try out the hair loss kit going on over there by going to fourhymnscom forward slash filmhouse, but we'll talk more about our sponsor. Later, for now, we're going to talk about all the hit movies coming out this weekend for the film-going audience. We've got A Wrinkle in Time. We got The Strangers, the sequel or prequel. I'm not sure what it is. And a little film called Gringo, which we actually saw before the movie came out. Not only did we see an advanced screening,
2: we saw the advanced screening. Yes. The world premiere, first time it was ever viewed, ever. By anyone. We were
0: invited to the red carpet premiere. That's right. Us. Personally. John and friends, basically, because they don't give a shit <laughs> yeah, about John who we are. a
3: couple boxes on yeah, the distributor's
0: yeah. website. Yeah. By um,
2: invited, it means that I went to like stxentertainment.com <laughs> and I filled out a form,
0: because uh, they turns out they need people to fill out the seats <laughs> to go see movies yeah. early. Uh, either way, though, this is actually a movie. I was kind of interested in. Um, I'm guessing most people listening or watching this right now have no idea what this movie is. It's actually Amazon Studios produced film. I believe it's their first feature film. Yeah,
2: they they've mm-hmm. done more, more since, and I'm not sure if one has come out mm-hmm. before it. But they said that this one was the first one that like they fully funded and like backed. <laughs> so this is the first chronologically. This is Amazon Studios' first like
1: funded developed film yeah right. I was one of those folks who had no idea about this movie until you guys said we need a fourth or we can't go to this movie
3: yeah <laughs> ah. I was like Jacob
1: you want to go to the movie? oh yeah I guess
0: a little <laughs> little uh a little primer there Uh, John hit me up over the weekend and said Hey, I can get free tickets to this movie Go see it early, we can do it for Film Filmhouse, sounds great He's like, you can get up to four, is that good? I'm like, yeah, go for it And then there's a disclaimer that we didn't read that said If not all four people go, we won't let you in Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're just desperately like, oh crap, who else wants to go? And thankfully, Bones and Jacob came along Who are fantastic to hang out with uh, and then, watch a movie because uh, you guys stay quiet, and I love that about
2: you. Yeah. And yesterday, I received an email at like noon that was like, oh, by the way, this is a red carpet event. <laughs> uh, there is a very serious dress code that will be enforced. Mm. Um, when I was filling out, when I was signing up for it, <laughs> I did not realize that it was a red carpet event. I thought that like it was just going to be in a random theater with like other ones we've been to, is there's like a radio DJ there, like speaking into a mic. And that's basically the only thing making it seem legit. Uh, but no, this was like red carpet event. So we had to raid the costume rack. Yeah. We had to get some uh, white shirts that were all ladies' shirts.
0: Jacob wore a woman's suit. Yeah, I did. It, it fit him pretty well. No. Anyway, Not let's let's, uh, let's talk about the movie because guy's becoming an ain't it cool news <laughs> review. <laughs> Sorry. Bunch of details you guys don't care about. So the story of Gringo. It's about a gentleman named Harold. How do you spell his last name? So Soinka? So you get him. He's an average businessman who uh, works for Canabex Technologies Incorporated, a company that has developed a weed pill, which is medical marijuana, that has been simplified into a pill. Harold's bosses, Elaine, played by Charlize Theron, and Richard Musk, played by Joel Edgerton, mm. Edgerton. Edgerton, Edgerton, Edgerton. I got it right. Send him to Mexico to handle the manufacturing of the product. <clears throat> but while out partying, he ends up getting kidnapped by the cartel, which holds a grudge against Harold's bosses and their company. Richard hires then uh, Richard then hires a professional named Mitch, played by uh, what's his name? Charlotte Charles- Charles- o- Copley. Charlotte Copley, who's fantastic. To safely get Harold out of harm's way, only for the two to end up having uh, having to survive in, in that ah, sorry one outrageous situation after another. That that's more or less what the plot good, is. Yeah, it's it's a little off. I think we're gonna we're definitely gonna keep this one spoiler free because right off the bat, I would say go see this movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely,
1: absolutely. I yeah.
0: thought I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was actually like very funny and well acted. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm not gonna. I, that's pretty much what I have to say. John, why don't you take it from there. Um, so this is a movie that
2: I saw the trailer for uh, a while back and I've been very excited for it, but I tried to keep my expectations low, uh, directed by Nash Edgerton, uh, the brother of Joel Edgerton, Mm -hmm. who has a history in stunt coordination. Mm -hmm. Um, so he's been a stunt director, stunt coordinator on a lot of films, but he hasn't done anything major. This is his first major much picture. And, uh, I was pleasantly surprised, um... I think it it's one of those movies where there's a lot of moving parts that keep colliding, like a lot of different threads mm-hmm. that keep coming together and those can always get really messy, but I felt like this one did a good job of both setting up the um, context as to why these threads exist, like the setup for how they're involved in the weave and how they were woven together
0: was executed very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only like a few moments uh, that stood out where I went, really, that's a little coincidental. But <laughs> ultimately, I thought the way they, you're, you're exactly what you said, where they set up all these characters and an interesting world and how it all connects at the end uh, worked out really well. And it's nothing really like, there's no like, it's not like a twisty movie or anything like that. No. It's just yeah, it's, it's not like you know. the end of Signs where yeah. like there's all <laughs> there's been all
2: these signs, yeah. uh, but it's just that yeah, it's that there's these different threads that interweave and it was. Yeah
1: well executed. It did a good job of planting the like all the right seeds for the audience like pretty early on in the movie so they're they're at least in your head and even like when they briefly come back at moments in the middle of the movie then you're like just reminded that they exist so then when it all comes together you're like okay this all makes sense to me yeah. and it's great and satisfying and really funny.
3: And it managed to be kind of wacky and almost mad. It was almost like a throwback to like older sort of crime comedies, like mm-hmm. like so many things happening and so many misunderstandings and stuff, but it did it in a way that wasn't stupid or didn't feel forced. And I think that was helped mostly by just like the incredible cast, yeah. Uh, yeah like there, the there thing. could have been easy opportunity to make over the top goofball characters in this, but everyone is is like funny but believable. Yeah, very yeah. grounded. Yeah,
0: yeah. The uh, main character Harold, who's played by I'm going to butcher uh, butcher both names. Yes, it's David uh, Oyelowo. 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 I'm terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, uh, I, I would say a movie like this more would live or die based on the main character. Um, it does extremely well because he is. Extremely likable. He's extremely charismatic. He is a he's someone who actually like, really enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. He's a extremely sympathetic character without I felt like a uh, without the movie being too pandering. But he's also surrounded by an amazing cast that makes him look even better, uh, which is rare for a film. Uh, Want to mention uh, the character uh, Joel Edgerton plays? Uh, both Jacob and I were just extremely just so excited about how what a great douchebag he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah there is a moment specifically in the film where they're playing basketball like a company like <laughs> like they're playing basketball after work and he steals the ball from his own teammate to go score
3: yeah <laughs> and then his and then he yells like 70 yeah, yeah and then he yells man. foul
0: on the other guy yeah. and he's like come on <laughs> give it you're like what a what a perfect way to show, showcase someone's character without being overbearing yeah it was so well done just just little moments like that. Uh, and there's probably about 10,000 of those littered throughout the film of just his character. Yeah, Joel mm-hmm.
1: Edgerton and Charlize Theron, who we'll I'm sure we'll talk about more in a sec. But they were both wonderfully unlikable characters. Yeah. Like, they were horrible. Like, they're the worst people ever. But their performances as these people were so great. Yeah. And they just, like, enhanced... Uh, the herald character so much that it was just like every time they were on screen i'm like yes i want to see how awful they can be (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: i think that that's something that you don't get from the trailer and i'm it's not spoiling anything but they have a larger role than i thought they did um and yeah i was i was very happy that that was the case because yeah as jacob said whenever whenever they were on screen being
0: douchebags it was it was really good (laughs) uh yeah and like that was one of the things that the movie did really well. We're talking about the multiple characters. So you have basically Harold's character, what he's going through. You have the bosses back in Chicago. And you have these two other side characters that are also in Mexico for another reason. And then they even start introducing kind of other characters. But the movie never really feels too heavy. It doesn't feel like um, like a Two Days in the Valley, which also stars Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like Shortcuts or like Pulp Fiction or something like that where... You have all these multiple storylines, and you as a viewer go, what the hell's going on at the end? You go, oh. What they actually succeed in doing is having these multiple storylines going on, keeping it connected, and then still having you go, oh, at the end. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was sort of pretty impressive for a, a – not a first-time director, but for like a major studio pitcher like this that that was like a, for Nash Edgerton. I thought it was well, very well executed.
2: Yeah. yeah great work. Um, one thing I liked about uh, – Harold uh is that uh is if I don't know if you guys are getting audio on this trailer but he plays a Nigerian American uh with a Nigerian accent and I was thinking about how to like talk about this because I didn't want to be like he's got a funny accent (laughs) um but I like I don't know there's something I've always loved about uh just People of other cultures speaking in English that there's a different cadence to every language, uh, every uh, native language, so that when it is when it comes over to a new language, there's a different kind of rhythm and cadence to it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of languages um, when it is their English is their second language, it makes English more interesting um, and. Uh, I think the Nigerian accent is. Just, there's just so much uh, life and like enthusiasm in his uh, in his portrayal oh, of yeah. his character. Like <laughs> whenever there's an emotional scene and he's getting emotional, it's like you empathize with him, but you're also just like laughing it up because <laughs> yeah,
0: he's just such a character. I would say it's less of a like a Borat situation where you're pointing and laughing. Yeah, and going, no. like oh, what a goofy character. And it's I think it speaks to the character that he plays, which is someone who has he has core values he talks about in the Mm. movie about my father always said because at the end of the day Harold is the most good guy you possibly can be and people are taking advantage of him left and right and that's sort of why you sympathize for him and he talks about from the town I'm from this is how people are treated and my father taught me to be this way and that is why I'm this way and it makes you go oh what he's trying to live the American dream best he can except the people who have sort of excel the American dream or treating him like utter shit and then people in other countries are treating him like shit (laughs) and I like I never once was I I ever felt like I was laughing at him yeah uh, which I really like they they didn't do a a sort of they didn't make him do a caricature and it was never once that I feel like I'm laughing at this man's heritage I'm just laughing at the absurdity of the situation he's in and how he's actually dealing with it as a realistic human being
3: he's not he's not he doesn't live life the way he does because he's a pussy it's just because he is that good, and he yeah. believes, he deeply believes in doing the right thing.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah. trying to exemplify what it is to be a good person, yeah. despite all this horrible stuff happening to him. And he's not really becoming cynical about it, like a little bit here and there, just because it's so awful, and he can't really figure out how to deal with all these things he has no control of. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, he's well, just that, That's the thing, too. They,
0: they show a little bit of his character in the beginning. Um, it's, it's a minor kind of plot point, but it's showing just kind of how messed up his Life is. It's not super messy, but like his wife's spending all his money. And there's mm. a great moment. It was a very human moment where she's brushing her teeth and the sink is on. And I think everyone's had the sort of moment where he goes, You know, honey, you're spending a lot. You're probably spending too much money on this thing and the water's on. She turns and goes, What was that, honey? And he goes, Never mind. And like, <laughs> it, that, it's that sort of like random do over you always kind of get in a relationship, mm. except maybe that's someone taking advantage of you and you're not really sure. I just, I, the movie felt very human, yeah. uh, which is something I really like. It, and it, it is a, it is almost absurdist comedy in a lot of ways, but it just feels very grounded. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was weird. like I never I never really felt like I was taken out of the movie. It yeah. Was, it was a lot of, even though in the theater we were in, there was a giant light being shown <laughs> into our <laughs> eyes. My curse continues, but thankfully, Jacob was wearing a giant woman's jacket, so I got to hang it on the back rail and it could block the light in a way that we could enjoy the film.
3: Technically, it was a men's coat women's blouse
1: yes exactly
0: oh is that what it was
3: that's what
1: yeah it was like a double (laughs) xl men's suit jacket so i look like a tiny toddler (laughs) when we were at this
0: premiere Uh, at one point jacob looked like a turtle And the shirt yeah. it kept jumping in yeah, and out. We were
1: getting burgers after, and he was just resting, and his collar was up, like, around his nose. The shirt was... There was a lot of space in that blouse for my non-existent bosom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Real quick, guys. I want to take a quick break and let you know that this episode of Filmhouse is brought to you by 4 Uh Yes, men out there, we know you're having a hard time, Bones. As you get older, John and Jacob, things just... Just aren't working the way they used to It sometimes it happens Did you know that 66% of all men start losing their hair by age 35? What it,
3: how old are you Bones? I'm 37. Oh <gasps> boy
0: uh, Target demo right here, and we start to notice hair loss sometimes. It's too late So keep that in mind. So if you want to you know, reach out put your hands in your hair Check check it see how you're doing is it, is it as thick as it used to be is it is it the know. way when you were in your prime John?
2: Uh, no, but I was gonna say if uh, if when you run your hands through your hair and you pull it out and you have large clumps, mm-hmm. that's not normal for hair loss. That might be uh, unrelated. Yeah. But still,
0: it is easier to keep the hair you have than replace the ones that you have lost. So why turn to weird solutions? <laughs> When you could instead turn to things like medicine and science, two of my favorite things. I love science. They're-
2: I'm such a big fan of science. You guys don't even know. You know, Jacob's no. a medicine yeah, I'm guy. I'm a medicine man
0: myself. I'm more of a science guy. Well, we have a solution for all you science guys out there. 4 is a one stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, all for men. So I, it's called 4hymns, it's yeah. the uh, the male version of 4 Her medical grade solutions real doctors offering well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair I'm a big fan of generics because it's all Mm -hmm. the same stuff and uh, I don't really need the label So I I support this. This is good. So there's no herbal supplements Uh, The prescription prescription solutions are backed once again by my favorite thing in the world science Uh, There is no waiting room. This is actually one of the uh, big pluses here. There's no awkward doctor visits, you save hours. All you have to do is answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review and be prescribed to you. That's pretty fun. And all this stuff will be directly delivered to your door. You don't have to get up. That's the best part. Uh, we even spoke with the co-founder about the stuff. These guys are very passionate about what they do and they wanna give you guys, all our beautiful listeners, viewers, whoever you may be, a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last, you go to the website for full details. Uh, this would actually cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or your pharmacy. So please go to 4 slash filmhouse. That is F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash filmhouse. dot com slash filmhouse. Thank you for your sponsorship. And thank you guys for sticking around as we continue to talk about gringo. Woo! Wow, you're excited. So real quick, uh, I don't want to talk about the movie too much. I will just say, uh, if you are having a hard time picking a film to watch this weekend, looking for something new, Mm -hmm. maybe you just want to get out of the heat or the cold, wherever you may be, and this movie's playing around, um, check it out, please. It's Uh, just fun.
3: It's a fun movie. It's original.
0: It's not a sequel. It's not an adaptation. It's actually something new that you don't know the ending to. That's Mm -hmm. rare in today's. World and we refuse to spoil it for you. Yeah,
1: it's funny and smart and I think we were all pretty presently pleasantly surprised by it And presently surprised. Presently. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I was very surprised by how uh, The the presentation that happened before the movie, which is where the director came up (laughs) Yeah, uh, and was like I have people I would like to thank and then he spoke about each actor Well, actually he didn't speak about he just said the actor's name and they walked out and stood on the stage mm-hmm. in a line, very awkwardly, all kind of, like, holding themselves and, like, trying to stand <laughs> and not look awkward. Yeah. Uh, while the director just proceeded to, like, list names of people in the crew. And then at one point, he pulled out a piece of paper that he had handwritten of a list of all the people he wanted to thank. But he wasn't saying that. He was just... Saying, I'd like to thank this person, I'd like to thank this person. You yeah, know, for like eight minutes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: it was, there was, there's was something beautiful in his naivete. Yeah. yeah. It's his it, first movie. Right? Yeah. It was probably his first like real premiere where the, I mean, dude, they, they've already put it out there that the two biggest fears are speaking in front of people and death. So mm-hmm. that's the, the, the freaking Seinfeld joke that, <laughs> you know, you'd rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy. Oh, so. That guy, anytime you have to speak in front of a crowd, especially when it's a piece of work that you've seen so much that you might hate at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or
2: oh, yeah, you've lost kind of the objectivity and mm-hmm. you don't know if no. what you've made is good or not. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And uh, I don't know. Everyone seemed pretty proud of their work. The fact that all the actors showed up, they don't have to show up to this stuff. Fandy Newton wasn't there. <gasps> yeah, what's her deal? She's probably working on Westworld. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> but either way, uh, it looked like actually everyone had a lot of fun with the movie who was there, and it was actually kind of nice to see. Not not that we're like star fuckers or anything like that, but it's just sort of like, oh, cool. That seems like something I don't know, maybe they were obligated to go, but um, I thought it was cute that... The director was super awkward. Yeah, and we got we got free popcorn out of it. I had a great movie going experience. Yeah, yeah. well, well yeah. that yeah, I mean
2: that's a, if you guys go to advanced screenings.com, I think there's a bunch of other websites that do it as well, like hmm. something like Mofobo or something like that. Yeah, you just make it up. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but they basically rapper. list all the advanced all the advanced screenings. If you're in New York or LA, uh, there's a lot of them, and they have other cities listed um, because a lot of the times it's either like. For local press uh, Or for um, Like I guess focus groups Not not official focus groups But they'll do an advanced screening And basically like gauge The reaction yeah. um, Like they aren't all Fucking red carpet premieres well,
0: um, A lot of this too is a reaction to We, we read uh, Sort of the criticisms and Thoughts of this podcast And we've been doing a lot of silly movies lately Because they're easier And I guess for those who don't read everything I post on Reddit or respond to on Twitter, uh, we do want to go see movies earlier and review things that we like and not just laugh and talk shit about stuff as enjoyable as that is. And it's, it's sort of timeless. It is nice every once in a while to talk about a film you actually like and you want to recommend to somebody that you had a good time at. I don't think we're ever we're the type of group who's gonna go watch Phantom Thread and then talk about that for oh God. an hour and a <laughs> half and say why it's a smarter movie than you'll ever understand, no you idiot. I never wanna talk- <laughs> It is though. <laughs> I never wanna talk down to our audience because I I never want you to believe that I think I'm smarter than anyone listening or watching. I'm a complete idiot that got very lucky in this industry, and that I have a yeah. job, and I'm able to fake it. Don't agree with me. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, you are, right? yeah, you are a complete <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I am pretty stupid. Uh, I'm just lucky I got a handsome face. So, uh, actually, I do want to thank John though for being uh, very proactive in this and getting us getting in a little little early.
3: So, thank you. Yeah, indubitably. Yeah. To be clear, we weren't. We weren't on the red carpet.
1: I don't even think we saw we, a red you know, that They is. let us.
3: They let us like way yeah. out across the street, and then took us back across the same street to keep us as far away from the red carpet yeah. as possible. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, they did include a long conversation with a homeless man. Yeah, about drugs. He had diabetes. Yeah, yeah that's that, maybe.
0: That was, I will describe <laughs> our red carpet event. Uh, this once again, this is our moments before we go to this movie. John goes, guys, bad news. <laughs> We got to dress nice. Oh, God. I was wearing whatever jeans and a jacket. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm okay. I, I'll zip it up and cover the logo <laughs> of my shirt or something like that. Bones, though, just oh, immediately man. just started sweating. And was like, started, yeah,
3: full on. I down. started stomping my feet like a little three year old. And then, like, I'm not going. went through all I'm the costumes going. and they all smelled like someone else's taint. And I just did oh. not want to be a part of this. So
0: these three gentlemen yeah. all
3: dress up nice. I didn't care. No, I didn't.
0: We immediately uh, <laughs> were like, oh, we're looking for the red carpet, <laughs> sir. And they go, go get in line. Yeah. And there's a line wrapping around the block into an alleyway, which we're standing next to some young youths who are just yeah. jumping around and hitting us. <laughs> they were dressed pretty nice. Uh, there's us. They they did allow us, though, yeah, like you said, to walk around the red carpet. Uh, it was very red. but a wide, wide berth. Well, yeah. my, my guess was they didn't want to send two emails, and I guess they're like, <laughs> hey, it's a nice event. I So rarely have I been to a thing other than uh, Joel Rubin's wedding where he said it's a black tux event, and if I wasn't wearing a black tux, I would have been kicked out. So... <laughs> Very few things I take seriously in this life. Who's your oh. guys' favorite character?
3: I gotta say, Char- Charlto, <laughs> Charlto, Shirt, whatever, Shirtman Copley. That dude, I, everything I see him in, mm-hmm. I just love it. He's just, he's just got charisma, I think. And in this, he was great. He was just like, he's, he's, I don't know, the the cool, like the cool guy I would like to be. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, that version of cool is is what I love. Like, Are he's these, got skills and his good heart. Old yeah, bitch and beard. They, they
1: established that he's just he's a, he has good intentions with the yeah. whole thing, even mm. though like some of the the stuff he has to do are kind of shady. But without mm. spoiling too much, yeah, I, I guess
0: yeah. If we're talking about things, I, I would just say yeah. If we're going around, and just saying our favorite thing in the movie, I'm just gonna say I enjoy a good plot mm-hmm. yeah. in a movie. I enjoy something that moves, uh, that keeps you kind of guessing, but keeps you entertained. And this is one of those few movies that does that. There's so much trash out there, uh like a Justice League type movie where I find myself sort of just looking at my watch. I'm mm. uh, like, when we get into the next action scene, it just seems like excuse. This is a movie that knows what it is and it tries to just keep you laughing or at least somewhat entertain or engaged mm-hmm. in the story.
1: Yes, all of the characters have so much charisma and just like make you like watching them no matter like what their character actually is. Mm-hmm. Like Charlie's Theron and Joel Edgerton <laughs> were so funny together. Yeah,
3: they kind of stole the show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um
2: I'd say that my favorite uh aspect was Ronaldo and Ernesto oh, Gonzalez. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of underrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it so uh it's basically these two brothers that kind of Learn about this whole kind of fiasco that's going on and try to profit from it, basically. (laughs) So they keep showing up,
0: (laughs) but they're like the two kind of bumbling. uh, Oh man, it's so good. It's it's not really, yeah. Calling them like bumbling idiots is sort of like not justice to their characters. Well, more fumbling, like they, they, yeah, Yeah. they don't, they don't have a full
2: grasp of the situation and Mm -hmm. are just kind of, yeah, more. I, I I was thinking more fumbling, like they. Yeah, it's out of their element, out of their league, but they're still kind of trying to make
0: moves. Well, the movie's really good at taking, like, minor characters and doing as much with them as they possibly can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I thought that was, like, no one was really underutilized, which I thought was really, like, an accomplishment.
3: Yeah. And I think the the director summed it up really well when he was up there on stage. He just said, movies at their heart, I mean, they can be a lot of things. They can be about a message or about art, he says, but at their heart, they're just about entertaining people, right? Yeah. And that was his goal with this, and he fucking knocked it out. Yeah. Like, Just a movie that's not trying to win an Oscar, but like entertains the hell out of you for two hours. Absolutely.
0: Break. Yeah. So, with all that said, uh, if you have a choice, uh, we all, I believe, we're all recommending this, except for Jacob, who really wants you to go see Wrinkle in Time for some reason. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. He's a big I don't even Oprah fan. That book. I
0: don't know. It There's was...
1: centaurs in it, apparently, according to the Wikipedia page I read again. Anyway, we'll, we'll <laughs> be
0: watching this with you guys in your heart. So, once again, thank you for watching, listening, telling a friend, all that fun stuff. It helps us. Thank you guys for being on the of podcast, course. as always, my wonderful crew. You guys are great. And thank you, uh, 4hims.com, for sponsoring this. Yeah. Please check them out. When you do that, that lets them know that uh, you guys, by supporting them, support us that means they're going to keep supporting us and allow us to keep the show going. One day they may even give us a studio to film on. <gasps> oh
1: my god.
0: They're they're using it for like a writers room right now, yeah. so that's ah. it's fine. It's totally understandable. But soon one one day I I've heard they're going to like give us a set. Like a real set instead of just that table and that reused like uh, Twits and Crits set. So it's exciting, right? right? Yeah. You guys should tweet Bernie about it. Please don't
1: <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't do that
0: the less Bernie knows about what we're doing right now the better
1: <laughs> Seeing all these advanced screenings yeah. going to red carpet it's like, events? Who are those three yes. assholes behind
0: Adam anyway <laughs> There's some. who are what who, what's a fun house anyway <laughs> awesome. Hey anyway, you guys are the best. We'll see you next week see this movie Bye, everybody bye